Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Prog Watch. Tonight, you join us in the far meadow, where the atmosphere is very peaceful and tranquil. Various fish are swimming lazily. And in the distance, formal horses are quietly grazing. Suddenly, the peace is shattered by the arrival of a stampeding herd of Gabriels. And what seems to be a rather oversized tiger moth. Hello, you fellows! It's Pete Jones from Tiger Moth Tales here. You're listening to Prog Watch with Anthony Rosick. Chocks away! <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From a world that's never ending, from a sky beyond the skies, a child is born and love is made alive. Like a flaw that seeks perfection With a will that will survive A child is born and love is made
Thank you all today. Say it again. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Hello, good day, konnichiwa, guten tag, however you like to say it, welcome to Prog Watch. Big Tony the Prog Squatch here, acting as your humble host. By our opening track, you may have guessed the course of today's show. The song was Made Alive slash Wind at My Back. The closing song from the 2002 double album Snow by Spock's Beard, which happens to be the last album Neil Morse made with the band. Now can you guess what we have on tap for this week? If you said Neil Morse Part 2, you're absolutely right. So a little later, we'll hear more of my conversation with the man himself, Neil Morse. For right now, though, let's listen to some more music. This is Inside His Presence and Temple of the Living God from Neil's solo album, Question Mark, in 2005. life and last 
Now 
Closing songs from Question Mark, the 2005 Neil Moore solo album. Again, that was Inside His Presence and Temple of the Living God. Now let's listen to a little of my conversation with Neil. A little lead-in. Here I was asking Neil if he thought that maybe people had become a little less courteous and considerate, as religion seems to have waned somewhat here in the United States over the past 25 years or so. Sometimes I get the feeling like maybe... Maybe the world seemed a little better to me when I was younger. Like maybe people seemed better to me when there were more people who did believe more. You know, I I think like you just see there's so much, you know, I don't know if it's just technology or, or whether this plays into it, but there's just a lot, you know, there's not as much, say, courtesy out in public. People are too absorbed in whatever they're doing. Um, even on the road, you know, people are quick to flip you the finger, you know, even when they were the one that made the mistake. I just don't see the same level of I'm I'm fifty one, by the way. So, you yeah. know, I don't I don't see this I don't think I see the same level of say it's do you, do you get what I'm trying to describe to you? Just the uh yeah. the overall I, feel in society it seems to be becoming less kind. You know, uh, people just seem to have their beliefs. And if you don't believe, well, they're just going to argue with you and fight with you and, and tell you why you're wrong. And no one seems to have much courtesy for each other anymore. And Sure. And well, and there, I think also uh, my father, my father's generation, um, I'm 56. My dad was had me late and I, he was born in 21. OK. Um, and uh, he was raised with Christian values. He turned he turned away from. Uh, Christianity in the 60s when I was growing up um, but he was his, he and his generation I feel like they might also may have had a higher level of what I would call general integrity like you know just keeping their word showing up on time and <laughs> sure, but do, you, do you think maybe the fact that people were more religious kind of reinforced those activities or, or those behaviors? And, I, and since people aren't as religious and it's a more of a secular mindset, you know, and, and you could do what you want in a room because there's no God to see what you're doing. And so it doesn't matter. You know, I, I just I don't know. I think, that's, I think that's certainly possible. I will say this. Um, when I, you know, I was, I was pretty much of an atheist most of, most of my life. Uh, when I moved to Nashville in when I was 35, um, I was talking to a friend from LA and they said, what do you, well, how do you like living in the South? And I said, well, I don't, you know, I'll say this. Um, 
people are generally like the general experience that you'll have as you you know go to the post office and go to the store and the bank um, is that people are nicer. Like the general interactions that you'll have will be more kind. And I think that the person said, isn't it weird like living in the Bible Belt, I think. And I said, and I wasn't a Christian, but I said, I bet that a lot of these people are praying every morning to be more kind. And, you know, whether there's a God or not, that's going to have an effect. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> you know, so I, I think... You know, if you're praying every day, oh, God, make me more compassionate, make me more loving, uh, you know, increase my integrity, you know, all of those things, it's going to, you know, it's going to have an effect in your life. And if, if whole communities are doing that, it's definitely going to, it's going to show up. And, uh, you know, so I think that is, you know, something that we can strive for. You know, I, I, I like to think about what's possible for us where we are, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. let, let's try and create those kind of environments as best we can where we are. I think that's the best way to look at it. One person at a time, right? Sure. Hopefully you pay it forward and someone else pays it forward from there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess to get off the super heavy stuff. <laughs> I was talking to Roy Nishtold a couple of weeks ago. Boy, that was a, a real kick for me as well. And uh, I asked him about Transatlantic, if he thought he could see anything happening again along those lines. Uh, what, what's your take on that? Uh, you think Transatlantic will work again, or is that pretty much uh, that ship sailed, whatever, you know? I hope so. I, I think so. I think we'll, we will probably do something again. Um, it's just a matter of when the, you know, when the time is right, when everyone's schedules are clear and it feels like the right time. I think, uh, I think that it'll probably happen. At least I hope so. Okay. Um, how about flying colors? Is that going to continue on? Is it, is that like kind of a separate thing from, from the Neil Morse band? I, you know, is there certain material you're going to do there that you're not going to do in the Neil Morse band or, you, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. They're all separate really. You know, the transatlantic's its own thing. Flying colors, its own thing. The Neil Morse band is its own thing. And, uh, yeah. Uh, flying colors is a separate thing. And, um, yeah, we started a new album with Flying Colors. We in in December we recorded some songs. Great. And we just we're just waiting for people's schedules to clear up for us to kind of finish that album and get it out. Something to look forward to for us. Um, yeah, I've loved them. You know, I've the the two and the live one. Yeah, they were they're fantastic. Um, right. And uh, you know, just to maybe end things on a light note, can you share any of the uh, albums that were? influential to the young neil morse oh influential albums to the young neil morse yeah. uh wow i know well, it's a hard the, one <laughs> all, all the beatles albums okay yeah uh tommy the who and who's next and quadrophenia okay then uh, uh of course a lot more than that or early simon and garfunkel and uh whatnot um I'm trying to. I'm thinking in my mind. Then I got into Grand Funk Railroad, Grand Funk Live, Black Sabbath, uh, you know, Master of Reality, uh, Deep Purple, Machine Head, and then I got into the 
uh, I saw Yes open for Black Sabbath, and then uh, the Yes album, Fragile and Close to the Edge. Then uh, ELP Tarkus was a big one for me. Mm -hmm. Frank Zappa. I was quite a Zappa fan when I was young. Um, just remembering now, uh, and I got I was I was actually at the Just Another Band from L.A. concert at Poly Pavilion at UCLA. I was I was there. I was like, I don't know, twelve or something. Cool. But yeah, uh, my dad was very liberal and would take us to whatever we, wherever we wanted to go. Yeah, and um, then all the prog guys, you know, Genesis, King Crimson, uh, Jethro Tull, uh, Gentle Giant. And anybody I might be forgetting, you know, yeah. Well, it sounds like we could probably get together sometime and just blow through a bunch of records and have a good time because all that stuff you mentioned—that's all, yeah, you know, the Who, you know, Quadrophenia, some of that stuff, just fantastic. Oh yeah, was, yeah. I think that album sums up what it is to be a teenage boy in just about any time, whatever mods, bring it up to today. My, my own sons resonated, you know, they, you know, just what he's talking about, all those conflicting things that are going on in a yeah. boy's head at that age, he summed it up, you know, and yeah. I, I think it's probably going to be uh, a valid observation on the male human condition for as long as there are males. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He really nailed it. It's a lot of great stuff in there. I love, I love my fried egg makes me sick. First thing, thing in the, in the morning. morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of the song. Yep. Yeah. That's good. But yeah, good stuff. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the station with the best mix of music. Progzilla, bringing you the best progressive music has to offer. Let's take a little break from the talk and listen to a great epic track from Transatlantic, the Prague supergroup consisting of Neil, Reiner Stolt, Pete Trawavas, and Mike Portnoy. This is Duel with the Devil from the 2001 Transatlantic release, Bridge Across Forever.
the silence of the night You wish you could start dreaming In clouds of white But everything could change tonight When you do with the devil living in your mind Time reveals nothing It's a suicide love affair Whispers in the darkness And revolution in the
Again, that was Duel with the Devil, one of my favorites from Transatlantic. It comes from their second album, Bridge Across Forever, which was released in 2001. Now let's listen to the rest of my conversation with Mr. Neil Morse. So uh, you're, you're touring. You're touring with the, uh, with the Neil Morse band for the Similitude of a Dream, correct? Uh, we're kind of in the middle of it. But this is our little break okay. between America and Europe. Like we go to Europe next week. And then uh, Europe and uh, Israel, and then and then uh, South America in June. For me, this is great. I'm I'm really enjoying the space between. A lot of times, it's been. Um, I think mainly because of Mike's schedule, it's been like okay, I've got these. I've got these five weeks, and so we just have to do it all at once, you know. Or something like that. So it's a lot of times it's this marathon thing, and uh, that makes it more difficult. It's nice to have have a break, come see your family. You know, I just was uh, skiing with my family last week in Colorado, and you know, so it's really great to get away from it and then get back into it, and then have a break, and then you know, go to South America in June, and then more U.S. states in August, and then Morse Fest in September, and so. Uh, you know, it's really nice. You're going to have a busy year. Yeah, but not too busy, you know? It's like, that's really a lot of time in between, you know? And each leg isn't too long. Like, South America is only a week. Um, uh, the dates in August are like 10 days, you know? The Europe one's the longest one. That's like a little over three weeks. Okay. But still, that's not that's not bad for touring. I mean... You know, if you look at bands touring schedules, we've that's we've got it nice. <laughs> sure. Um how how are the prog crowds then? These places that you're talking about. I, I like to ask artists sometimes what what's the scene like in other countries, you know. Do you find uh you know, certain countries or certain places that uh it seems there are just more prog fans? Sure. Yeah, there's bigger markets. Uh for us, you know, um uh, Holland is a bigger market. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, about, I think our pre, our pre-sales at our our show in Holland are really really high right now. How about you Germany know? and the UK? Yeah. yeah, Germany and UK are strong. You know, yeah, they're really good. Uh, you know, the smaller ones probably we can expect smaller crowds. Probably in the a lot of times it's the places that you haven't played as much too. You know, if you're playing somewhere for the first time. Mm -hmm. Like it's the same in America, you know. When we uh, we sold out L.A., we sold out New York. I can't remember. I don't think Chicago was sold out, but it was it was good. We sold out a lot of places, but um, the places where we were for the first time usually were not sold out, you know. And okay. so because we had never played in St. Louis before. And, and uh, I think we never played in. Where else did we play? It was it up in upstate New York or something? Oh no, I'm thinking of Cleveland. We never actually played Cleveland before. So, you know, so the crowds were a little lighter in those places, but they were great. Actually, I think Cleveland might have sold out. Now that I think about it, I mean, it was really good. And mm -hmm. for me, it's not necessarily about as many people as the spirit of God touching us. You know, like. That sometimes it, it, the, in the smallest places, you know, where, where the turnout isn't so good, some, sometimes you'll have one of the best shows of your life. Mm 
just because of, of the spirit that moves and and the depth of emotion that you'll feel in the show and uh so you never can tell very cool <laughs> i guess that's all i really had um unless you had anything else you wanted to talk about or anything else you wanted to mention um let's see probably should mention that uh the morse fest 2015 live solo scriptura and question mark as well as other all kinds of extras guests phil keggy and nick de virgilio that, that uh dvd and blu-ray and all that um is out this month uh, march 24th is the release date for that okay and my testimony album is finally available on vinyl and that's being released this month too and so that's that, all that stuff's available at uh radiantrecords.com and also uh you know all the usual outlets i guess mm-hmm. all right then all right, man. Hey, I really appreciate it. You know, it's been a gas to uh, get into your head a little bit, you know, and uh, I love doing these things. It's one, it's it's my big reward for, for all that I do in the show is I get to talk to interesting people like you. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. Well, it's nice talking to you too, bro. All right. Thanks. I do appreciate it, and uh, good luck in all your endeavors, and uh, yeah. You Catch too, man. <laughs> Hi, this is Andy Rowe, bass player from UK Melodic Proggers, The Room. You're listening to Prog Watch. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I hope you enjoyed sitting in on my conversation with Neil Morse. But don't go anywhere yet. We've got time to play a few more great tracks here. So let's hear one from Neil's latest extracurricular project, Flying Colors, which features Neil, Mike Portnoy, the great Steve Morris on guitar, and former fellow Dixie Drag Dave LaRue on bass, and Casey McPherson on guitar and vocals. From their second album called Second Nature in 2014, this is Open Up Your Eyes.
Open Up Your Eyes by Flying Colors from their 2014 sophomore effort, Second Nature. Well, we have just about enough time for one more, so I'll wrap up. Thanks for coming along for the ride, my friends. And remember to like my Facebook page, Prog-Watch, and or follow me on Twitter at ProgSquatch, P-R-O-G-S-Q-U-A-T-C-H. If you want to get in contact with me, you can also email me at progsquatch at gmail.com. Again, that's P-R-O-G-S-Q-U-A-T-C-H at gmail.com. Also remember that my website, progwatch.com, all one word, P-R-O-G-W-A-T-C-H dot com, has all of the episodes I've ever done, along with links to artists, websites, and links to the work of our friend and frequent contributor, Dr. Rob Fisher. So prog on, and I will leave you with Broken Sky slash Long Day Reprise, the conclusion of the latest Neil Morse band album, The Similitude of a Dream, from 2016.
change everything I can. It now makes sense to me to be who I could not be, to love you so easily with your life inside of me. Let the great adventure now begin.